Hello there, and welcome to episode 50 of the Whiskey Winter Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lewis, certified bourbon steward from the Statement Thief Society and Maker's Mark Ambassador. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate the time we can spend together on the podcast. I know there's a lot of podcasts to listen to, and we appreciate the time that you spend with us, and thank you for doing so. Thank you, and we appreciate it. I want to really share with you, Friday night... I was invited uh, by Ken and his wife to come over to their house and have a whiskey tasting evening. And I knew I was in for a fun time and I want to thank them for a very enjoyable evening. And I knew I was in for a fun time when I walked in and Ken has a bar that he's built that he's put into his house. Very wonderful bar. And so I knew we're in for a fun evening when he had uh, three glasses on one side of the bar labeled uh, letters A, B, and C. And then he had three glasses with about a shot uh, or a shot and a half in each glass. And he had three more other glasses, three for himself, three for me. And they were also labeled A, B, and C. And what we're actually doing that was a lot of fun is we were actually doing a blind tasting that evening to try to see if we could figure out what was the whiskeys. And when you do the unveiling, that's a lot of fun. And we were doing our tasting and our smelling and tasting notes and those kind of things. And we were doing mentally and and trying to figure out, could we? And one of them smelled so familiar to me. I said, oh, I know. I know this one. And so it ended up being actually one of my favorite ones and ended up being Long Branch. So when the unveiling happened, uh, one of it was Long Branch and by Wild Turkey, one of my personal favorite ones. Uh, Definitely. Uh, enjoyable. The other one was Angel's Envy was the other one when it was unveiled. And interestingly, interestingly enough, the third one and one I really wanted to try, but money was was an issue, uh, especially with payday, you know, just around the corner. And it was actually Uncle Nearest 1856. And I went, whoa, that's that was that was tremendous. And that was one I really wanted to try. And so that's a, an idea too, is when you go over to friends' houses and like, for example, for Ken, it saves me money from having to buy maybe other bottles. So for example, Uncle Nearest 1856, I tried that one. Angel's Envy was brand new, I tried. He actually had Henry McKenna, the one I gave him as a gift for cutting a podcast with me. He actually had that one open. And so we were actually um, drinking some of that too. So sometimes that can save you some money. If you go to a friend's house and maybe try some uh, other whiskeys to see later on, do you want to buy it for your own bottle as well to have and or to reprioritize maybe what you're thinking about buying. And so I really enjoyed that. I had an enjoyable time and I was thinking that worked out beautifully because I actually wanted to bring a gift of whiskey over for Ken. And what I ended up doing was going and picking up, and I really wanted to try this one, and the bottles, there was less, considerably less bottles of the, the one I ended up bringing was Uncle Nearest 1884. And that one, everybody enjoyed it. Ken enjoyed it, his wife really liked it. I really enjoyed it too. So if you're looking for a bottle, nice Tennessee whiskey to get, smooth, very delicious. I highly recommend Uncle Nearest 1884. And so I really liked that one. And in the liquor stores where I went to, there was actually only one bottle in one of the stores and the other store only had like two. Uh, and so I think two or three and I bought one. So again, you can always go to, I believe it's mixenjoy.com 
as I mentioned before, and going to the uh, Idaho um, you know, liquor store, you can always go online and be looking for uh, that. You can go to mixenjoy.com. And if you go to that, and if, if you actually go to that, you can, as I mentioned before, you can actually go and mix, it's mixenjoy.com. You can go and see what is available. And you can type in, you know, the address of your store. You can type in maybe your store's number or where you live or by zip code. And it will tell you if that particular whiskey is available. So it's a great tool as well. And so I really enjoyed, I couldn't, when I left, I, I still couldn't make up my mind which one I liked the best between Uncle Nearest 1884 and if I liked the Long Branch. And Ken said, that's okay. You know, uh, there's, you know, I can still do taste testing later. I had to be careful too, because I had to drive home. So as I always talk about, drink safely and responsibly and, mod- and in moderation. And so I had to be careful and make sure that, you know, I was, um, not drinking too much and so but I couldn't tell when I left which one I liked the best and so later on I'll have my own taste test and I definitely highly recommend uh, getting the Uncle Nearest 1884 but I liken it to that evening like ice cream you know some people like you know French vanilla they like uh, vanilla bean maybe they like old-fashioned vanilla and it just depends on what uh, you know what you like or what kind of mood you're in at that time and whiskey's the same way just like maybe ice cream certain days you feel like maybe a certain flavor and the same way with whiskeys and so and then even with ice creams I mentioned like you can even compare like chocolate chip and chocolate strawberry and vanilla and maybe mint chocolate chip and so there's such a variety of flavors and a cornucopia of whiskeys and flavors that you know uh, are there when you go to a liquor store that you can choose from and so anyway, uh, I'll finish one of these days and, and do my own taste test uh, between Long Branch Wild Turkey and Uncle Nearest 1884. And I really enjoyed that. And that was a really fun evening. And I thank Ken and his wife uh, for that. And maybe that gives you an idea too, to run a bourbon flight, you know, when friends come over, do a blind tasting. Maybe that gives you an idea of something fun to do. If you're looking for an idea and when friends and family come over and then that, what's really fun is that unveiling and to see how well uh, the skills of the smells and the tasting uh, come to fruition when the unveiling is done. When you look at, for example, titles, and when you look at when you look at the titles too of the whiskeys, for example, in Uncle Nearest's case, there's there's a, a significance in in the years. I brought over Uncle Nearest 1884, and as mentioned, as I've read before, in various places, the 1884 basically commemorates. Uh, the final year that Uncle Nearest uh, is believed to have uh, pretty much put his own whiskey into barrels before he retired. So 1884 is one of those kind of retiring years and when he put his own whiskey barrels in for the for the last time in 1884 before he retired. The 1820 is when basically from what I've read he actually started you know his career doing what he was doing with whiskeys and the distilling. And then the 1856, and I don't want to give too much of the story away because I want to cut another podcast just on the story of Uncle Nearest 
as he was affectionately known as Uncle Nearest, his name Nathan Green. And 1856 was basically the year that, it was basically the year that uh, this boy, who ended up coming on the farm uh, of preacher Dan Call, and that Uncle Nearest, Nathan Green, actually met this boy in 1856, when these two individuals actually met together. And so when this boy that was actually a runaway, that was taken in by preacher uh, Dan Call, and uh, this particular boy, I don't want to give too much away, I want to give some stories, I want to talk about that later in a future podcast, but this particular boy that preacher uh, Call took in met Nathan Green. And 1856, I believe, was a year when these two individuals met, and there's a big story behind that one coming up later on a future podcast. So a really good story too, and and one definitely uh, for the ages. So anyway, there is significance in the titles, you know, in when we look at whiskeys and and those kind of things as well. So Uncle Nearest, 1884, I really enjoyed it. And I still want to do my own taste test between uh, Wild Turkey Long Branch and Uncle Nearest, 1884. And I thank Ken and his wife for a really fun evening. I really enjoyed it had a fun time doing that blind taste and as i said uh blind tasting of the whiskey night maybe you'll be able to um have your own when your own bourbon flights and have a certain theme and those kind of things too as well and they were uh, really enjoyed it and like i said we had uh, wild turkey long branch we had angel's envy and we had uncle nearest 1856 and i was really glad to drink that one especially since that evening i happened to bring uncle nearest 1884 and we we're able to experience uh, those two um, whiskeys. The 1820 is extremely hard to find. You're not going to find it uh, pretty much uh, in, in, in around. It's very, very difficult to find that one as far as if you live in uh, Boise, Idaho. It's going to be extremely difficult uh, <laughs> to find that one. So I think it's safe to say you go to a liquor store, uh, you're not going to find that one. So anyway, uh, that was uh, very enjoyable, and I thank Ken and his wife uh, for that. So maybe it gives you some ideas for a, you know, a bourbon night or whiskey night or maybe whatever theme you decide to have. And um, I so appreciate the time that we can spend together. Don't want to make this a very long podcast. There's so much more to uh, talk about. There, there generally is. One of the things I definitely wanted to uh, mention before I go was I was reading an article from uh, Spy.com and by Jonah Flicker, uh, May 10th, 2021. And it's entitled the 12 best bourbons to drink in 2021 this podcast i don't have time to go into all that but one of the things i did want to bring out was something that i've read before and i've, I've heard so much about you know oh whiskey bourbon you know it's you know america's native spirit and this article brought out something very interesting though that i, I kind of like to uh, read from and it says quote some common misconceptions about bourbon still abound Firstly, it was formally recognized by Congress in, excuse me, in 1964 as a, quote, distinctive product of the United States, unquote, not, quote, America's native spirit. Now, let me read that again, because I thought that was very important when I read that. It says, some common misconceptions about bourbon still abound. 
Firstly, it was formally recognized by Congress in 1964 as a, quote, distinctive product of the United States, unquote, not, quote, America's native spirit, unquote. So I thought that's something important that I wanted to share uh, to listeners out there. I've read that before. I know because I've heard a lot about bourbon being America's native spirit, but I thought sometimes I like to point out a few of those kind of things for for clarity uh, when we are learning about whiskey and hearing about whiskey and all these kind of good things too. And, and again, I thought that was a very, uh, very important point uh, that I just want to share uh, with everybody uh, as well as one of the things that um, I leave you with on this podcast. I appreciate the time we can spend together. Thank you for tuning in to episode 50 of the Whiskey Wonder Podcast. Thanks to Ken too and his wife for a wonderful uh, whiskey night uh, tasting. That was fantastic. I appreciate that. We had dinner too as well and uh, appreciated that. It was great and hopefully it gives you some ideas for if you decide to have a whiskey tasting evening uh, of your own. As I always like to say, thanks for tuning in. Remember, always drink safely, responsibly, and with moderation. Thanks for tuning in and cheers. Cheers.